Whenever you fear, I'll be there. Forever and always, I'm always here. So we actually genuinely remember that theme song. It took us a while. Well, we took ten minutes, and then we full disclosure. We just YouTubed it. Yeah, but before we YouTubed it, we did remember it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty. It's a pretty great theme song. It's fucking awesome. It's very. It's the. It's the most nineties thing I've ever heard. It's amazing. David Hasselhoff did not sing that. Oh, disappointing. Very disappointing. I'm sure yeah. he's done versions of it though. Oh, for sure. I'd be highly surprised if he's not performed that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, exciting. So we're going to see Baywatch. Big TV show for both of us in our childhood in the early nineties. What was? Uh, what do you remember most about Baywatch? I remember the theme song. I yeah. remember living in Ireland, which was a bit grim, and wishing I lived in Baywatch. And I you want to be Bay- wanted <laughs> to be. Um, I don't remember her CJ? name. The brown-haired one. Pam no, not CJ. Oh, Yasmin Bleeth. Because I had brown hair, hair, I wanted to be Yasmin Bleeth. And then the short hair one or the long? Long haired. Hair. And then oh, my Yasmin friends who were blonde wanted to be Pamela Anderson. So it was very democratic like that. Mm-hmm. And then I really fancied David Hasselhoff's son because he was like, they were all really old to me, but he was closer to my age. And he's the hottest teen in town. I remember wanting to be um, Mitch Buchanan's son. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to be David so Hasselhoff's I son. I thought he, he was cool. He was cool. And I Also, he was the only one close to our age. Massively fancied Pamela Anderson. Oh, so you were more yeah. of a Pamela. I mean, she was incredible in it. I was a Pamela guy. Yeah, I think they used to show it on RTE. Little CJ. I used to just love it. Oh, my God. And they re-ran it for a long time. It was just, it just such a fantasy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was ridiculous. I think with most um, US TV that we grew up with, like I'm thinking Saved by the Bell and California, California Dreaming, Dreams, yeah. All these things. Um It's just fantasy. It's complete fantasy, but we bought into it and we were kids and we thought that that's what I thought America was the coolest place in I the know, world. I know and now America's And now it's well, not. But do you Sorry think- to all our American <laughs> listeners. We do like, we do there's beautiful parts of America, but we've You don't you know, we don't have the same dream of living there. But the thing no. about I do remember about about um Baywatch was like I always was a little bit like it was always a little bit risque because of like when they ran like the way they were all the boobs were bouncing up and down and they wore the high really high cut swimming trunks that like uh, swimming bottoms on the women was the fashion very high cut swimming bottoms um, I never found any of the men particularly attractive but I mean I was quite young so I guess I just well, liked the girls and I liked the young boy we're looking at a picture of the original cast here and uh, the, the the ladies still kind of look I mean they could pass They for, look amazing They look amazing But the dudes look Have not aged well <laughs> no, They don't Like they don't. look They've got these sort oh, of Bleach blonde the, tips the guy with the blonde Kind of mullet I think I was a bit into him But I don't really remember Any no. of them Except um, Good old Mitch Buchanan Yeah and I mean No one fancied him He was like the patriarchal figure Okay got a question for you And I know the answer Because I looked it up On the train um, How long do you think Baywatch ran for? I think I actually know this Because I think it's one of those shows That ran way less than you think Okay like, I think it ran for two seasons was cancelled and then subsequently was really popular internationally but had already been cancelled that's that right? you're you're almost exactly right okay, um yeah. it ran I for one, it ran for one series oh one series and got okay. cancelled after one series then hasselhoff uh, like charged forward in i mean getting he's a big entrepreneur to be fair yeah he got an executive producer credit for the syndication run and then it was huge obviously and then ran for 10 more series oh wow it ran so for 10 more series it ran from 89 to 2001 Oh wow! I didn't yeah. know that. And it's—I mean—it's a real cultural iconic thing. Like even in Friends, like the way Joey and Chandler watch it, and like I don't know—I just think. Oh, it was massively it's a real cultural iconic. iconic yeah. yeah, 
Um, but, um, but I've got a fun little fact okay. for you, which I discovered on my on my journeys there. I don't remember this, but there was a spin-off in 1995. There were several spin-offs, but there was one called Baywatch Nights, Ooh, um, where sexy. David Hasselhoff joins a detective agency. Oh no, we need to in see Malibu. that. <laughs> right? Okay, we need to see that. <laughs> it was, that sounds amazing. Apparently, but he was the he's the dullest part of Baywatch. No, Kathy, though. you're missing the best bit. Um, he it ran for two series. The first series was so unpopular that they um, had to kickstart something for the second series and the X-Files was very popular at the time oh no so in the second series became a sci-fi supernatural oh, show oh no I can't in which Mitch Buchanan <laughs> joined forces with a paranormal investigator but why did they need a lifeguard <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I imagine the X-Files but if they were lifeguards instead of FBI oh agents God. do you remember when Mitch's son became a drug addict but yes, I was scandalized. I, I was remember. scandalized by that plot. He was like, maybe I couldn't believe it. Or something, was yeah, it? I just remember being like, "Oh my god, is he going to be okay?" <laughs> but he was probably like had a joint one time. Or but I think what we need to probably um, say is that we we're really excited when we heard that they were making Baywatch with the Rock, well, who we love, and I love Zac Efron. Yeah. Um, and then we saw a trailer last year, and we were like, "Oh, this is tone dead. It looks rubbish. They're going. They're clearly going for the Twenty One Jump Street." Uh, vibe, but it looks kind of sleazy as well. Yeah, and not funny. No, zero lols in the trailer. But I think the problem is could be a bad trailer. The Twenty One Jump Street formula looks easy, right? Well, first of all, well, five or six years ago, before that came out, that seemed like a terrible idea, and it looked that like a terrible really idea. That really worked, though. That movie, of course, yeah, but it didn't. It only worked because of Phil Lord and Chris Miller, the guys who wrote and directed it, mm-hmm. and Janning Tatum and Jonah Hill were really good in it. But they have really strong, funny writing. They've got really... Um, and it had a decent heart to it as well. It had a decent heart, yeah. but they, they've got a really weird off-kilter sort of sensibilities. Do you remember the mm-hmm. weird dream sequences in there with the drugs? Yeah. In both 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street. They're like, that's a funny movies, ba- yeah. Ba- it's a mad movie. Uh, the same guys who did the Lego movie. So that's the kind of sort of weird talent you need to sort of take something from the past and flip it in something but that's not a formula that you can just say oh let's just do that again for Baywatch it looks like I don't think they have the right but I think the initial pitch would have been this. really strong Baywatch with The Rock and Zac Efron on paper this looks great yeah. but it looks like I've just looked up the directors did like horrible bosses and a few other things yeah I don't like so those so it's movies. all these kind of just lame body comedies and like there's no um, I mean not that I've seen but in the one trailer I watched and I haven't watched anymore there was no kind of obvious female lead like in the original series you had like it's Alexandra Daddario is in it who was in uh, True Romance and Percy Jackson and all those things you'd know her if you saw her okay and I don't recognise the other one but and I then mean, last week it was or no a few days ago when it first came out it was on 9% and Rotten Tomatoes now it's moved up to 18% oh my god it's doubled it's doubled now that's a I'm optimistic now. Horrifically bad. Eighteen percent. And I think um, we're really happy now. And I think when we come out, we're going to be really sad. Just to give this some context, we're only really going to this because there's nothing else on, and Kathy refuses to go to Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I'm not going to that. Shit. And it's raining. Yeah. Um, and it's a bank holiday Monday, so yeah, it's perfect. So there's nothing else to do. Um, anyway, so yeah, we, look, we've I think we should. The good thing is, on for a while we've, now. we've gone on way too long in this intro. But yeah, so we both. Huge fans of the original TV series now both probably haven't seen it in 20 years, so maybe oh. if we went back and watched it, we'd, we would Guaranteed, it would fans. be muck. Like, you wouldn't make it through 10 minutes of the TV series. But I'm going to do that tonight. I think, I bet we'll find old episodes on YouTube we should watch. That'd be fun. Okay, why don't we check back in later <laughs> when we've watched uh, 10 minutes of Baywatch. <laughs> no. But seriously, all you need to do, and this is the problem with all nostalgia, we remember all these things, but Baywatch, that's 250 episodes of just... 
muck. It's, it would be, be like, like when we tried to watch all of 90210 again. We didn't get very far. Oh, that was dreadful yeah. as well. You just can't, but like, the, the, it's not the kind of TV that we have nowadays where it's like a gripping, serialized story. It would just be like, oh, what's going to happen this week? Um, either someone's going to drown or there'll be a shark or a serial killer. Yeah, and which it was, was also yeah. a plot or drugs it won't be like that but um, look let's go in case of the week we have to say The Rock and Zac Efron big fans yeah I live in hope they're both okay? very funny guys yeah alright okay All let's, right, let's head in okay bye our team is the elite of the elite we're the heart and soul of this very beach we protect when other people don't want to protect and we go above and beyond If you want me, you can have me. Some other time. We're staring into the abyss here. City Council's already cut our funding. It's up to us to restore the Baywatch brand. I'm Matt Brody. Ready for duty. Can you just uh, look at my boobs? I... You should look at my face. I'm trying. But it's so close to your boobs. Ha. So... Um... Life is too short to sit through really, really bad movies. We left. We left. Though we have we, an hour of our lives back. We gave an hour. We watched it for an hour and fifteen minutes, and then we realised there was another half hour left. Well, forty-five minutes. It's two or hours 40, long. Yeah. All right. We've like comedies shouldn't be two hours long. Also, comedies should have laughter and jokes in them. Yeah. Which this movie did not. That, that was, was so disappointing. Zero lulls. Oh my god! Like dreadfully unfunny, and not even trying to be funny there were whole scenes where there just weren't even an attempt at jokes I think so my or plot my feeling about the movie or anything and look I know we could go back and watch Baywatch and it's probably terrible now but the original appeal and charm of Baywatch was it was a family show we used I know in my house we used to watch it as a family and there was kind of an underlying sweetness to it even though it was ridiculous this is just obnoxious like at the start I was more sympathetic towards it like it starts out with The Rock who is fun in like a good rescue scene like the, I thought the action rescue scenes were directed pretty well The Rock is untouchable yeah he this mo- even, the stink I of this movie will not affect no, The Rock no I didn't like him in it but anyway it starts off with him and then it's like recruit day so everyone's like doing tryouts to become a lifeguard so that's all like a pretty decent setup. and then Zac Efron arrives and I thought he genuinely had an interesting story where he was a gold medalist who had won two award, two medals for swimming was in disgrace for being like a party boy and was doing community service for some reason so had to come and be a lifeguard now that's all a fine setup for a movie right and then it just fell apart then and they it decide was so crude they de- okay the, the crudeness was a huge problem because it didn't work it was just leery and, and unfunny um, but it was all penis it, jokes that was the whole movie but why did it need a 15 ratings I think you, you're right it actually would have served better if it had a family angle and was just funny it was just yeah. appealed to everybody instead they've aimed solidly at it like a 13 year old audience because yeah, there was a lot of Loads teenagers of in our audience they were laughing were they though there wasn't enough la- there, there was, wasn't that there many was some laughs. tittering maybe but literally like the one of the big set pieces and first of all I will say don't worry about spoilers for this. Do not we, go see this movie. We won't movie. spoil it. One of the big jokes uh, in it is uh, a guy gets his genitals caught in a sun lounger. And it was not That's funny. It. And it like, lasts for about 
what felt like a solid eight minutes 45 minutes and it was not funny it was visually gross that character who's supposed to be the comic relief was genuinely the least funny least, like he's the least funny actor least charismatic comic relief I've ever seen there was he's, nothing charming about him nothing he's, funny he's essentially what is he like the nerdy Who sort of nerdy slightly chubby have you ever seen him never seen him before so first I looked all, him up there on the way out sorry um <laughs> Never heard of him, but, but he—he was—he's not. He wasn't funny. He wasn't was he funny. trying was to waiting. be? He was trying to be funny. He's supposed to be this like he's obsessed with the Pamela Anderson replacement. CJ, CJ. she was good actually. I thought she was. But good. then it's just there's nothing to that. It's just him being creepy. But it made no sense that he was a, that he was becoming a lifeguard because they said he's a double major like PhD student in like neuroscience or some shit. Right? He's a nerd, and he every year auditions to get into Baywatch doesn't get in because obviously because he fancies a girl and then he gets accepted because Mitch reckons he has heart now I don't think that's why you would get accepted <laughs> I don't think it works and actually he doesn't have a heart he's just a lech who fancies CJ yeah. and then one scene later he proves that he doesn't know how to do CPR yeah the most basic part of being a lifeguard I would think so like Jack, Zach everyone was much better qualified than him being an Olympic gold medalist but Mitch didn't want him because he doesn't play it like a team player he doesn't play like a team player so because the woman Baywatch is about heart and being part of a yeah. family but I think look I don't think we need to give this much of a review I think they completely missed the mark the bit when we I just said please can we leave and Dave said yeah but you know we can't give it a proper review if we leave and I was like well actually this podcast is our cinema experience and we this is our life and I'm not sitting through that shit yeah um, I walked out once before for Independence Day but Dave stayed and I regretted it and you regretted it I'm pretty sure we won't regret this decision we won't regret it let me just this isn't spoilers because we haven't seen it let me just guess the ending CJ will hook up with the nerdy guy who's not even nerdy because he's so dumb so he's just dumb and stupid Um, yeah that would be the end when we left the scene we left it was this like crazy it suddenly turned into a crime caper this is part of this movie's (laughs) problem instead of just writing characters and you know jokes you know um, saving lives in the sea they they, only did that twice they tried to for this whole like there's a drug problem in the in the city and there's this whole massive plot with a villain I liked her I like that actress though from um, I can't remember her name but she's from Quantico she's good you wasted her just it's just it's just pointless and and boring and um Mitch and the, the team decide you know we have to st- solve this pro- drug problem even though Zac Efron says the whole time this is a job for the police why are we doing yeah, this but the rest sensible. of the team are turning on him like you're not you know you're not part of the Baywatch spirit it's like no he's actually the voice of reason what you're doing makes no sense they literally break into a morgue and then they this make is in a the trailer. gag where they touch the corpse's genitals and then the, this is why I didn't like the rock in it either because the rock's character was really crude and not funny so the rock aka Mitch like takes a photo of Zac Efron touching the corpse's genitals and it's like played for laughs and I'm like you've broken into a morgue this is not funny and then they hide inside the freezers though none of them seem to be cold and then they have this massive chase scene and that's when we left because that was just like unbearable to watch it was boring it was so so boring I'm so (laughs) angry that that kind of puerile pointless waste of money was like well, now committed you how many so hundreds of people were involved in Dave, calm down. making this thing that much? but it's just such a waste of 
money with this, now do you see my point with Snatch when I said like by compared to today's standard of comedy Snatch was pretty good Snatch was a masterpiece to compared to that <laughs> it was an absolute like, this is the standard of comedy you're looking classic. at like this movie will make a lot of money and there was a lot of people laughing in our audience Snatched Teenagers. was funny Snatched was uh, whatever about Snatched I didn't think it was a great movie but it was it had jokes I could I sat there happily for however long that was and I got several laughs and they were funny people in it and that's the shame about this because the, the Rock is is a great he screen presence he he's a funny actor yeah. Zac Efron is good Zac Efron's really good in this movie and like I think Zac Efron's such a good actor and I just was watching it thinking oh my god when is he going to stop playing this like frat boy the last good movie I can think of we saw him in was probably The Paperboy which was years ago mm. he's He's picking terrible roles and he's a good actor and I really want to like him and then I see this shit that he's in and like look The Rock it's a blip in his you know he, The Rock's gonna yeah, be fine let's be face fine. it he's doing a spin-off of The Fast and the Furious with Jason Statham yeah, that it's be gonna awesome. be the best movie ever but made. I did I genuinely thought um, the woman who played CJ and I don't know the actress I thought she was really good she was quite charming yeah she but, was charming but the problem was she's basically she was there to show off her boobs yeah, and her body, her and body. to be a, an object of uh, desirability for an unfunny, um, yeah, uh, nerdy character. character. Who are we supposed to relate to and him? She was Is he like, the relatable? Really beautiful, and she was had a lot of charm. I thought. And um, one thing that this did have that the original was like essentially an all-white cast, wasn't it? Like there was nothing diverse about the original. This was a pretty yeah. diverse cast. Like the female lead and the male lead were both non-white. But actually, she okay. she had nothing to do. Does she even have a name? The 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 the, uh, the other she woman. She did. I think she's. I think her character. I think she was playing. You know, the woman from the original who had the shorter brown hair. Yeah. I think she was that character, the kind of more authoritative woman. And I think the new recruit was um, the Yasmin. Uh, what's her name? Yasmin Bleach. Yeah, yeah, Yasmin Bleach uh, character. So I, I think just, I could relate them all to the. I, I could got, relate them to the characters in the TV show, but like it just had nothing going for it. I didn't laugh. <laughs> oh no! Wait, I got. I got a snicker when Zac Efron ha- or um, The Rock has refuses to call Zac Efron by his name and comes up with a million nicknames every two seconds. So, so the way Dr. Cox used to do in Scrubs except without any uh, cleverness Yeah, and he comedy. said, hey, High School Musical at Jack Efron. Yeah. And I did laugh at and that. And we, we were kind of taken aback because yeah. he's in High School Musical. But actually, when you say it out loud, that's not yeah, even a funny, funny joke. That was the funniest but moment we got a snicker movie. because it broke the fourth wall. But actually, in... in in reference to that, um, one you know, very funny part of Twenty One Jump Street is the way they they did break the fourth wall, uh, and this you know the the whole thing was uh, we're bringing back we're bringing back an old program from the eighties which uh, wasn't very successful, but uh, we're going to try and slap a new face on it and bring some new people in. That was part of the the program in the movie was about yeah, the cop program. Funny. We get it right, but that's kind of clever. Uh, they try that again in this one and fall flat in their face because what was the line? It was essentially The Rock says, yeah, we solved a lot of cases, you know, on this beach. You know, we had a, a recent... And then he lists off a load of, like, things that they've done recently, which are clearly things from the TV show, to which Zac Efron replies, that sounds like the a sort of a ridiculous scenario from a far-fetched TV series. Oh, my God, I did miss that line. I was paying so little attention at that point. Yeah. Um, not yeah. even subtle or clever no anyway like, look we're actually giving this more analy- analysis than it deserves so turns out the Rotten Tomato score is generous I would say this is a this is a, a 2% but did movie. you agree with me that it started out okay like until the penis stuck in the deck chair thing I didn't mind it 
Well, the setup was fine, yeah, yeah. And I think you're right. There's enough. There's enough meat on the bones of Zac Efron's Zac Efron's character. Character was really interesting. Yeah, because he, he had grown up in a foster, foster home, home, and he had lost his. Okay, wait. This is spoilers. Um, we'll have to put a spoiler word I that. said at the beginning don't go to this movie don't go okay, yeah. do not go don't go but he had like gold medals but he had lost all his sponsorship because he his reputation and like that was like, genuine interesting stuff and of course we'll assume Mitchell turned out to be the father figure he never had that's fine but just give us more than that like what it just and like we're David so Hasselhoff primed to like this movie he was in the credits. oh yeah I'm sure David Hasselhoff will have a terrible cameo but yeah, we basically were like primed to like this. It's like raining. It's a bank holiday. We, you know, obviously we're excited beforehand. And like, I think I was going in very sympathetically, like the way I did to Snatch. But in Snatch, I stayed sympathetic despite its flaws. But with this, it's like... But I'd waste. wonder... And right. I'm pissed off because we've moved towns and we don't have limitless cards anymore. And that cost us over 20 quid tickets for that shit. Yeah, it's such a waste of money. Yeah. But who, right, who's the audience for this? If we're saying it's... Teenage boys, which I think is what oh, they're going for. Girls. It's juvenile comedy, very it's, it's juvenile, very male-centric, though, right? It's a very like bro-down testosterone sort of. Uh, oh, look, I humor. think I would say gender-neutral teenager. Fine, film. but but whatever. They say the target is young juvenile humans. Like, did, are, were they enjoying it? I heard some tittering, but there was certainly no belly laughs. I'm telling you, there movie. was a lot of laughter in that penis morgue scene. Really? Yeah. Oh, then I. But we're just too old weep for, it. for humanity. But also, I'm pretty sure when we were 15, we better taste the movies than that. I, I remember so. being 15 and having, you know, I liked some stupid. I do things, remember thinking the... American Pie, which came out about when I was that age, was really, really funny. Yeah, and that and film I don't has know. dated a bit, but it was. It'd be it's funnier than that, it's cleverer than that, and at least it tapped into, um, you know, actual teenage sexual awkwardness, which yeah, this, this is about adults. Didn't yeah. they, they were all. Adults. Why didn't Mitch have a son character? <laughs> you just wanted to see the son again. You're no, but actually, do you know what? I, my son. mind was drifting during the movie because it was so bad and I remembered all of a sudden that the son, the actor who played the son... Oh, he died, didn't he? No, he was in Celebrity Big Brother and he was like kicked out for being oh. like sexually inappropriate to women. Oh. Yeah, so then that made me even sadder I was watching it. I was like, this is nothing going for it. I would honestly say that... Um, I really enjoyed CJ and Summer I thought they were nice but they had not they were given nothing like nothing to do those two women no good actresses they were just there to bounce off the male characters who were leching on them right okay we should finish now get the train this makes me so sad well look at least we've gotten some time back sad for evening sad and angry yeah don't be sad or angry just forget we ever saw it I'm already forgetting it yeah. alright <laughs> uh, well thanks for, thanks for listening to this hate-filled rant um, oh no is that our train That's no probably not okay um, give us a follow on Twitter at the Cinemile and you can subscribe to us please do uh, through iTunes or any or iACast which we're now on or any of the other podcast apps yes and please if you do subscribe to us leave us a review if you want to that really helps us um, and please found by us. other people and also to, uh, Facebook please like us on Facebook yes yes okay Thanks for listening. Don't right. go see Baywatch. Let's go home. Just watch the old one on YouTube. But I don't even want to do that now. I'm over it. Do not go to this movie. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Drugs. Murder. All this started once Leeds took over. I thought we were lifeguards. Everything that you guys are talking about sounds like a really entertaining but far-fetched TV show. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel-Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.